0: Well, hello there, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts in the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're talking with Amy Brobst, Countywide Strategic Plan Coordinator, and we're going to dive in and talk about the Fairfax County Strategic Plan, what it is exactly what it means to both residents of the county as well as the county government operation itself. Amy, thanks for being here on the County Conversation podcast.
1: It's great to be here. Thanks, Jim.
0: Absolutely looking forward to the conversation, which, you know, you say strategic plan, and a lot of people's eyes, you know, kind of glaze over and they go, oh, gosh, you know, another (laughs) plan we're going to put on the shelf. (laughs) Why, Why is this county, before we get into the details and all that, why is this county strategic plan different?
1: I think you're absolutely right. I think many of us, myself included, have had experiences over the years with strategic plans. And sometimes it's exactly as you described, right, where um, it's something that you work very hard on for a very short period of time. Um, and then you put it in a binder and you put it on a shelf and you're done. And so I think that um, first, I guess, the, the one thing that some folks might not know is that the county has never actually had a countywide strategic plan before. Um, and so I think, you know, this being the first ever plan, I think what we really wanted to be clear about at the beginning was number one, why do we need a strategic plan? Um, and to your point, how can we avoid having it be something that, um, looks pretty and sits in a shelf never to be touched again, right? So, um, so I think that, you know, one of the goals of the strategic plan is really to be able to lay out a vision for the county, not just in the short term in the way that some of our more programmatic or department-level plans might be, but really sort of thinking bigger picture and long term. So over the next 10, 20, 30 years, what are the things that we're going to want to focus on? Um, and then in the shorter term, what are some of the specific <coughs> strategies we can use to get us there? And then once we implement those strategies, just as important how can we have measurements in place so that we as a county, countywide, know whether we're making progress? Mm. And I think the last thing in terms of how we're practically using it, um, clearly there's a lot of um, work that was put into the plan in terms of figuring out, okay, relative to our priorities, what is it we want to do? But I think that where this is practically useful to us as county employees is to be able to start to integrate and align the work. And so sometimes I think that we will have new countywide initiatives um, or things that come out, such as One Fairfax, and it's just not always apparent to us as county employees how these things fit together. And so I think one of the ways that we've started using it already, even as we're gearing up for board adoption of the plan um, in October, is really to work more closely together as staff working on these countywide initiatives um, and have it be sort of a new way that we approach this collective work so that we're making sure that um, we understand how it relates to each other um, that we're using our resources better, um, and that we're avoiding duplication that can happen very easily um, in a county as large and complex as Fairfax.
0: You, you mentioned the why have a plan, and you gave a lot of reasons for the why during, <laughs> during that. Mm-hmm. So we'll, uh, we'll circle back and maybe dive deeper into to some of those uh, uh, points you talked about. But I do want to make sure before we go you know, down this rabbit hole too far, that I, that we bring up the fact that this has been going on for a couple of years i think the planning on this strategic plan and of course covid-19 kind of threw a monkey wrench in there a little bit which kind of delayed it but give me a little bit briefly of the history of kind of when this started and and uh, where we are at this up to this point
1: right so um the work of the plan really started at the beginning of 2019 Um, What the way that the work was approached is that um, we have nine priority outcome areas. Um, And so those were developed based on a lot of community input that we received very early in the process. And so in 2019, we put these nine teams together. These teams were comprised of county employees um, at multiple levels um, of the county um, and sort of across a wide range of subject matter expertise as well. Um, and so at the beginning of 2019, again, really making sure that we, uh, started with community engagement. And so going out, not just to, um, you know, the groups that are always plugged into something like a strategic planning process, but really being more inclusive in our community engagement and reaching out to folks who may not normally be interested in something like a strategic plan. Um, and instead of getting people maybe rallying around the issue of the plan, Getting people more interested in, um, you know, having their voices heard in terms of what is most important to them. And so a lot of 2019 was really spent on that, really hearing from the community in terms of what areas they wanted the county to focus on, both in the short and long term, um, and then really seeking input. And so these teams, again, comprised of county employees, really dove very deep, um, in terms of doing a ton of research, looking at underlying factors that would really play into whether we as a county are able to make progress relative to what's important to the community, Um, and then going back out to the community again multiple times to get feedback on the plan as it was being developed. And so 2019 really culminated in the work of those nine teams, um, you know, sort of being, um, having the opportunity to present um, through the county executive This work um, that really took about a year to complete. And so that work was initially presented with the um, FY21 budget by County Executive Brian Hill. Um, And then, of course, several weeks after that, COVID hit. And so the decision was made at that time that we really needed to pause our public process um, simply because, of course, our community was very much focused on issues of public health um, and also, you know, the, the Board of Supervisors and our county leadership really needed to sort of ensure that they were focusing on, number one, our emergency response in the middle of COVID, and number two, being able to address these very unexpected budget issues that surfaced as a result. And so when we decided to um, pause the public process in March of 2020, really, I think that we were very aware of the point that you had made at the beginning, which is that we definitely didn't think that we could set the strategic plan aside and then simply pick it up later at a time and place of our choosing. And so we got to work very quickly in terms of looking at that proposed plan that we had done throughout 2019 and making sure that um, we were taking a fresh look at it in light of COVID. And so I think broadly speaking, what we found is that most of the plan really retained its relevance, which I think is a really good sort of test of whether it was high level and long range as, as we meant for it to be. But I think that really it was the context surrounding the plan that we really needed to adjust. And also um, to the point of our one Fairfax um, equity and um, equity lens, where we look at social and racial equity um, in everything that we do really looking at the ways that COVID had exacerbated a lot of the pre-existing issues um, of equity or inequity. Um, So certain populations and certain places in the county being disproportionately affected. Mm -hmm. And so once we had sort of revised that proposed plan, um, it was represented by the county executive to the Board of Supervisors in February of 2021 um, again, with the expectation that we needed to continually seek um, community feedback as part of that process, um, and then, again, have the plan um, put forward for Board of Supervisors official adoption in October of this year.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I, I, had, I had read that the plan was hope, hopefully going to be adopted in October. Does that mean there is uh, still time or still room for more community involvement and, and kind of what does that look like at, at this point in time as we're talking in the summer of 2021?
1: Absolutely. And so I think that really community engagement is probably the most important element of the strategic planning process. Um, as I said, I think that you know as, as sort of county pro, people who operate county programs, sometimes we hear from the same voices. Um, in these forums. And so we, in that process, sometimes we miss, um, you know, a lot of folks who either don't feel like they are meant to be included in this process, um, or that their feedback is not necessarily heard and acted upon. And so um, we have multiple ways that we've really looked to continue our community engagement process. And so I think overall, we've done three surveys so far, Um, We have a fourth one that we're getting ready to launch um, prior to board adoption. Uh, We've held community meetings. A lot of those have been virtual um, due to the pandemic, but we are in the process of working with our community partners to set up a series of community conversations that are going to take place in September. And then there are also, you know, at any time, I think that we want to be very open in terms of how we receive feedback. And so One of the things that we're we're very mindful of is wanting to, um, as we move forward, yes, get get community input on the strategic plan as a whole, but also recognize the fact that the community is really talking to us all the time as people who work for the county. And how can we do a better job of um, accessing that feedback um, as it relates to what we call our nine priority outcome areas? So, for example where somebody in the community may not think that um, they want to attend a meeting or a webinar about the strategic plan, you know, it's very likely that within the nine priority areas there will be something of really specific interest to them. And so for example, if somebody is interested in safety and security, or if someone is interested in economic opportunity or education or health, those are the ways that in the future, once the board officially adopts the plan, we're going to be shifting more to sort of meeting people where they are in terms of providing feedback and using that to inform the plan, in addition to all the ways that people, of course, can comment um, on the proposed plan and on the process at every step along the way.
0: You mentioned those uh, nine priorities uh, areas. We're going to uh, dive into those very briefly right now. We're, again, talking with Amy Brobst, countywide uh strategic plan coordinator. We're talking about Fairfax County's strategic plan that uh, is on track to be um, uh, adopted by the Board of Supervisors in October of 2021. You mentioned the strategic plan uh, priority areas, nine of them. We don't have time to go in depth uh, on all nine of them, but could you just briefly tell us what those nine priority areas are?
1: Right. So this is a test for my memory, but Um, In alphabetical order, those priority areas are cultural and recreational opportunities, economic opportunity, empowerment and support for residents facing vulnerability, lifelong education and learning, housing and neighborhood livability, mobility and transportation, and safety and security. And I believe that I did skip effective and efficient government, which, of course, uh, for our audience is top of the list in terms of the work that we do every day.
0: Right and also uh, health and environment. Health and, and
1: environment. Uh, thank you. <laughs>
0: and I apologize. Another big one. <laughs> Apologies for putting you on the spot without it right in front of you. I, I have it in front of me, so <laughs> I was able to follow along. You're cheating,
1: so. Jim. Yes. I yes, know. Thank I you. Know. Yes. Health and environment. Yes, for sure.
0: And and there's one more important than the other or none more important than the other?
1: So um, I think it's intentional on our part to list them alphabetically because at this time we haven't prioritized at a priority area level, which is most important. I think that we're really, um, you know, looking within the priority areas. And again, this is, um, you know, for our county leadership and specifically our board of supervisors to provide guidance. But at that priority area level, no, we haven't prioritized those nine areas.
0: Okay. Is there a place um, online? Is there a telephone number, a website? How how can folks learn more information and maybe read more about these nine priority areas and the strategic plan, et cetera?
1: So fairfaxcounty.gov forward slash strategic plan is where we have a lot of very detailed information. Um, and just um, to add on to that, I would um, at any time invite anybody to reach out to me if they have questions. But also, I think that we're very much looking towards um, not necessarily always communicating in narrative form. And so part of the work that we're doing as it relates to community engagement and definitely as it relates to employee engagement is to develop a series of more interactive video tools um, and options for people to, you know, sort of engage with the plan, learn about the plan. Um, in ways that sort of bring these priority areas to life, um, as opposed to just reading. And so yes, there's lots to read, but we're also looking um for every other avenue we can use as well.
0: What what exactly does this strategic plan mean? Not only now, well, more so more so after it's adopted. What does the plan really boil down to mean for Fairfax County government operations?
1: So I think that ultimately, um, the goal of the plan is to help our board of supervisors to prioritize all of the different actions that we can take to achieve the results that the community wants to see. And so I think that if you were to look at the, the plan in its current form, you might note that it's very long, um, it's very comprehensive. And so I think that that's where the real work is going to come in, is for Um, the Board of Supervisors with support, obviously, from staff to really make some decisions around um, of all the things that we could do in Fairfax County, um, what do we need to focus on? And then beyond that, what should we be focusing on first?
0: And is it prioritizing money? Is it prioritizing which programs we do? I mean, is that what that priority prioritization means?
1: Yes. So I think that really um, the prioritization, the expectation is that in the future, it will tie very closely to the budget process. Um, And so I think that, you know, as you know, the devil's in the details, especially when you're talking about something like a strategic plan in a place like Fairfax. And so I think that step one is prioritization, but step two is going to be the more difficult work of assigning resources to those priorities. And so I think that um, relative to that, we're still early in the process, but ultimately that is the goal, is to be able to tie the priorities in the plan um, to the resources in the budget. And I think that we've already started that process over the past two years. And so if you were to look at um, the budget documents, you would start to see that alignment. And you also start to see it at the department level, where certain departments are really embracing the strategic plan and the framework that it provides. But I think that um, very much in the future, the goal is to make that um, more specific and explicit in terms of how the strategies connect to the budget. All
0: right. Will Will residents um, really see the strategic plan or is it is it just a matter of agencies and the board of supervisors using the plan, creating priorities, that type of thing? Uh, I'm having a hard time trying to figure out how to ask this. What, what will residents see or, or know about the plan once it's adopted or being put into action other than, you know, the long-term priority areas or funding or programs and things that, that get adopted?
1: So I think that in particular as it's tied to um, the way the Board of Supervisors operates and how it's tied to the budget process, that process is, of course, meant to be very transparent. And so I think that it will probably be um, iterative in the sense that um, as, as I mentioned, we're starting to align um, you know, elements of the county's work in the plan, but that's going to be an ongoing process. I think that um the other piece, and this might be part of your question, is how can the plan, in addition to functioning as um a way to prioritize and to put resources towards those priorities, how can it also sort of um show the community, number one, what progress um, are we making relative to the goals that we've stated in the plan? Um, And also, you know, and how can that be sort of communicated in a way that's very um, easy for the public to understand and and specific? And so one thing I would mention is that in in partnership with the work of the Countywide Strategic Plan, we also have a partner initiative, um, which is Countywide Data Analytics. And part of that work is really to um, be able to be very clear in terms of the data that we're using, um, that the board is using to make decisions, and how the results of the work that we're doing is then communicated. And so I think that one of the things that we're very good um, at doing, and I've been with the county almost 20 years, so I put myself in this category, is, you know, when things are going well, I think that we can very much report out on to the community of the progress that we've made. And I think that what makes this process a little bit different is that we're also really looking at the areas where we still have work to do. And I think that the community in the current version of the proposed plan and as the work evolves is really going to be able to see, um, yes, the progress that's being made, where is the focus, where is our leadership focusing in terms of specific priorities, but then also where do we still have more to do, particularly around equity? Um, and other areas where, um, you know, maybe we were still falling short. And so I think that our role as staff is to be able to clarify and communicate this work in a way that's not cumbersome for the average person. Um, and so I think it will be a test of our abilities, you know, as this work evolves, whether the community feels like this is sort of just another government exercise or where we're really doing what we're trying to do, which is to make it um, accessible to everyone in the community. Right.
0: This may be very simplistic, but is, is, is the, is the, and this sounds like an economic or monetary uh, word I'm going to use here, is the bottom line prioritization of resources? Is that what this is all about?
1: I think that that, if you were to ask our county executive, I think that that would be definitely at the very top of the list. I think that, um, you know, we, we historically have been a very well managed county, but I think that, mm-hmm. Um, There's very much an interest in looking at our work more holistically um, and being able to, um, yes, set priorities within that Um, and to be able to communicate the rationale behind those decisions in a way, again, that that everyone can understand. So, yes, I would I would agree with that.
0: Okay, All right. Um, We're. Almost out of time, I'm going to give you the, the final word in just a minute, but I do want to reemphasize the uh, the website where folks can uh, get more information, fairfaxcounty.gov slash strategic plan. That's all one word, fairfaxcounty.gov slash strategic plan. Amy, final 30 seconds or so. Final thoughts about the strategic plan, anything I haven't asked you or just something you want uh, our listeners to go away knowing about the Fairfax County strategic plan.
1: Right. So I think that very much the one thing that I would say is that, especially for employees, the countywide strategic plan, in addition to being all the things that we've talked about, is also really looking at succession management and professional development opportunities within the county. And so we very much want to continue to get employees involved at every level and as much as possible. And then as a follow on, we're also seeking feedback from employees in a number of ways um, leading up to board adoption. But in the very near future, on August 11th, we do have an employee input session that will be virtual. Um, and so that will happen from 10 to 1130. And so hopefully, as part of um, this podcast, we can communicate information about that session. So folks who want to learn more um, and who also want to have their voices heard as part of this process have the chance to do so.
0: All right. Very good information, Amy. Amy stuff uh, Fairfax County Strategic Plan Coordinator with us here on the podcast. Amy, thanks for... Uh, for being with us and explaining the strategic plan in a way that, that even I can understand it.
1: <laughs> this has been great. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Absolutely, Amy. Thank you. And thanks to you for uh, listening and joining us today. If you want to get more Fairfax County news, just go to fairfaxcounty.gov news. You can also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. And that's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4 30 p.m. Thanks for joining us again on the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government.